Good evening and welcome to The Joust. My name is Nagy. I'm here as always with my close friend, Liam McNeil. Liam, how are you this evening? Just remarkable. Thank you, Nagy. Absolutely outstanding. How about yourself? I'm getting there slowly but surely. Um, Here at The Joust, we like to talk everything Newcastle Knights uh, and as well as... And otherwise. And otherwise, much else. Uh, (laughs) Misc. uh, Misc, miscellaneous points and and bants, but... uh, but uh, yeah, this week we're also touching on State of Origin, uh, which will be tomorrow night, Game 2. It's going to be a big one. Uh, Liam, do you have the sponsors there for this week? I do, Nagy. Sponsors this week are Garth Delancey's gold medal at the Atlanta Olympics, uh, the 2009 renovation of Mayfield KFC, wonderful restaurant, Lovely. Uh, and the time our producer Elliot refused to go down the slide at Questacon on a year nine excursion. Well, Refused it, to go down the slide. Well, it, like it's a scary front for like someone like that age. it's a slide. And also, Garth, of Garth, that age. Garth Valencia, can you remember a better athletic performance in the Olympics? What do you think? I don't really remember. Was he Penguin Man? He was, I think he might have done some work penguin for, man, for penguin, pe- penguin Mufflers. But, uh, but yeah, also, just an incredible athlete. Uh, Liam, would you like to lead us in? I would. Uh, look, before we do the anthem, I think as is tradition, we'll uh, take first sips to Ross Dog, our cult hero and saviour of this great town, Nathan Ross. Bless you, Ross. Cheers, Ross. Also did a, a sleep out for the Soul Cafe uh, over the weekend. Was raising money for... That's a uh, shitty weekend, too. It wasn't a good one. Well, yeah. I thought you meant the whole thing was shitty. No, but no. I mean, it'd be purely the weather. It's a wonderful cause. Great, great cause, yeah. <laughs> great cause. But uh, good on you, Ross Dog, for, uh, for getting out there and sleeping rough uh, for this city's uh, this city's homeless. Uh, hey, what, if you'd seen some of my exes, you'd think I went at Soul Food Sleep Out. <laughs> I've slept rough a few times, boys. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, not true. My sexual career is short and boring. Liam, <laughs> uh, you'd like to lead us Yeah, in? look, uh, after basically debasing everything this country stands for, I'd ask that you please be upstanding and uh, let's get into our national anthem of Australia. <laughs> Oh, apologies uh, for that, guys. Our producer, Elliot, seems to have been watching reruns of uh, Being Lara Bingle again. Um, yeah, it's Liam, you, a bit, you have a bit of a family uh, connection with that show, don't you? Yeah, look, Dad and uh, Nana Bingle go way back. She's a regular at his West Nelson Bay uh, Diggers Club bingo session. Bingo session, so, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, so it was Lara th- and the brother came in for a uh, session of Bing, got a bit of Bing going with, um, with Dad. Oh, what, a, what, a, what a time to be alive. Oh, it was amazing, you know, it's... Uh, you got a photo with her, and she was a good. I took girl. a fair bit of cropping before what I did was, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh good lord, not illegal. <laughs> so you pretty much know Laura Bingle. Is that Look, what you're yeah, we, uh, you know, we had a bit of a fling, bit of an on again, off again thing, but you know, it's uh, I couldn't handle getting texts from Brendan Favola every day. <laughs> what about? I was about to say that she was with Millsy, but that was Paris Hilton, wasn't it? That it was Paris Hilton actually. Was Millsy, that famous contestant on 2003 Australian Idol, I think it was. How Came did he do third. That? How did he do it? Look, <laughs> I wish I had an answer for you, Nagy, but there isn't one. The thing is, there isn't an answer to that question. Uh, well, we'll move on. 
Uh, so the <laughs> the the Knights game uh, that didn't happen. Oh, yeah, no. Look, I think that was the boys had to work hard to get that two points <laughs> off the buyer. You know, touch and go for a while there. <laughs> look, when you're a Newcastle player, no no two points comes easy, and uh, especially the buyer. I think really really fronted up. <laughs> it really showed up. With full credit to the buyer. Full credit to the buyer for showing up. You know, they've they've the only team with a worse record than us. Um, but uh, it's good to see two Not points. Not by come. much though. No, no, no. Good team to get. Um, good. Good sights to see that there's two points on the board. And off the bottom, most importantly, that's off a the huge bottom. psychological boost. Off the bottom of the ladder. That's it. We it, now sit second from the bottom. Yes, but not the bottom. But not the bottom. We're living in oyster world now. You wouldn't you say this? The Knights at the moment, the world's their oyster. The world is but their oyster, and we are but the pearls. Mm. Uh, are the pearls and oysters? They're in clams, aren't they? <laughs> no, they are oysters. You're oh, correct. Really? Okay. Very rare, though. Oh, that's right. We're, we are a rare gem. <laughs> so, uh, reviewing last week's game, uh, well, that was which we've done um, at length, at length, <laughs> a length that it probably didn't deserve. But, uh, but where are we going with this? <laughs> I was hoping you'd have the answer to that, Nagy. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we can't do a hats on hats off uh, this week because. Uh, what about just in life, Nagy? Let's give a hats on hats off to just people in everyday life. Who have you got a hats on hats off to? Uh, that I know uh, probably this lady that I work with uh, Pat who's been volunteering for 32 years with the Samaritans hats off to Pat uh, she's <laughs> well I softballed that one over to you to put a joke in there and you've just gone and made me feel all wholesome and lovely it's very off tone uh, do you have a hats off for this week uh, outside of uh... well I did but it seems quite uh, <laughs> quite rude now okay well we won't tarnish Pat's <laughs> we name won't, I don't want to tarnish Pat's name oh, she's 72 years oh, old oh god bless Pat any yeah. hats ons though Hats on. Uh, my car's been making a funny sound again. Uh, hats back on to yeah, that. Yeah, we almost didn't make it here. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't start as well. <laughs> it didn't start. Well, maybe. But, well, let's hope that that problem fixes itself. Fingers crossed. But, you know, it's just the machines are magical things that they can they just... They are, yeah. you got a problem and then it just fixes itself and the, <laughs> and the noise stops. It just goes away. Yeah, isn't it just a wonderful time? Which I'm hoping that'll happen to my bloody hats on for the week. Bloody terrorists. Yeah. A bunch of dicks. Hopefully they just go away. Yeah. All right. <laughs> On to next week. <laughs> so, so we've got the Dragons game. We, we do have the Dragons game. Now, after getting off the bottom of, la- of the ladder, this could be a huge turning point in the night season. We had a bit of time off due to the bye. Got to rest and recover, recuperate a bit. Going into this game, a Dragon to a bit under strength with Frizzell obviously be tired. Dugan from Origin. Jack DeBellin has been suspended. He will be out. Three of their star performers. Yeah. And they're in a bit of a lull at the moment. I think they've lost three on the trot. Two, this, two on the trot. Two on the trot. <laughs> uh, again, from Newcastle, you stop counting the losses. Yeah. Yeah, two on the trot. You know, this could be a real opportunity for this team to kind of grab this season by the scruff of its penis and just... Shake it around a It's bit. a big game for the Dragons. Uh, they've dropped down to six. They were threatening second two games ago. So, um, look, it's a contentious four that they've uh, they've managed to, to drop sort of well out of now. And, look, they have their chance to, to come back. But it's the pressure game for the Dragons because the Dragons should win this one and the Knights shouldn't. And I've been also been telling at least three people this week, being the avid Knights supporter that I am, that it's a home game. And even saying to people, let's go to this home game. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll see you there. Uh, but it's actually at Cogra. For our <laughs> listeners who don't know, Cogra is in Newcastle or no? Not at Newcastle. Not in Newcastle. No. So this game is quite 
opposed to being played at home, home. is actually being played away. Away. You okay. could you could class it as more of an away game okay. than a home game. <laughs> so you you were kind of on par with our usual being correct being level correct. for the joust. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, and also just deep deep in research. Well, I had to be told. I think on the radio that, that it was like a, a cogger this week. So Sophie and Nick, I think, let you know that one. Big shout out, Sophie and Nick. Yes. Avid listeners of the show. They do love Are the show. Over there at Hit Station, <laughs> Hit Radio, <laughs> Radio Hits. Um, but yeah. We so we got the dragons. It's a massive game for us and them, but um, we could we could find ourselves uh, really cementing a spot over because um, there's because we play the tigers the following week, and the tigers are the team that we're on top of. Battle for the spoon. Yeah, we'll let the oh, spoon that's off. Be incredible, <laughs> just ridiculous. The worst football game probably of the year, easily. But, um, but yeah, no. Look more immediately the dragons. Nagy, what do you think with their players coming back from Origin? I think players play better when they come back from Origin. I've they had this. Do. I've had bloody if we could get Dugan. More. Dugan is made of very fragile material. Papier. I think we yeah we did come to the conclusion with Papier Mache. Papier Mache bones. So it's funny. I, I think the only player in the last ten years to play Origin not come back with better form to his club team. You would argue. Newcastle's very own Dan Gagai. <laughs> How does he? He just saves it all. No, we up. send him to Origin camp, but he comes back and he's still not good. What's the point of Origin? He saves all his talent up for three games of the year, and doesn't he play well? Though? Oh, he does. He's amazing in that maroon jumper. Though I loathe to admit it. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, but I think look, Dugan. Pro- I don't think we'll play. I don't think they're going to risk him. Although he's not going to be there next year, so maybe they'll throw him in. Frizzell, I think, but uh, Dugan's there. Obviously, there he has the most uh, tackle breaks. I think. Uh, this all this all these stats are, are courtesy of our uh, resident stat man, uh, Hugh Bogleman. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, thank, Hugh. Thank you, Hugh. Uh, Much appreciated. And uh, but uh, anything else we got there, Liam? We got yeah. Uh, look, the the centers for them have been particularly good. Josh Dugan has broken sixty tackles this season, far and away lead leading uh, tackle breaker, leading breaker of tackles, if you will. Yeah. Um, is a close second. He's got 10 line breaks and nine line break assists. He's been in good form with the ball. I think it's more than the Knights have had entire season, 10 line breaks. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> it's it, up there. Since around the time Andrew John's retired, I think that our numbers are around Maybe there. the Knights can just play Lafayette, just 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 a Simpl- one on 13. Which would be good now because Lafayette has been a bit of a weakness in defense. He's... Uh, leading the team in errors for the year mm. and has a bad habit of getting bungled into touch. So if we had, you know, the whole night's team against just him, like you just heard him to the sideline yeah. and he'll either drop it or get bungled into touch. So it'd still be close. It'd be close, yeah. But um, look, I think we'd have a much better chance. But yeah, those two are playing some pretty good footy. But you got to wonder, you know, will Dugan be injured in some ridiculously bizarre way on Wednesday night because whenever he runs out you just get the feeling he might slip over or down the tunnel you know when you're running down the tunnel yeah. and you got your boots on already but it's concrete well, and that's it's it. like... I just get the feeling that every time he runs onto the field I'm keeping an eye on the medical journals because they're going to come up with some they're going to discover this amazing new injury that no one's <laughs> had before that he had that has him out for a year what could, what could be a new injury that you've that you've broken you've broken your yeah, tongue. You, these tongues been just broken dis- in half, dislocated out it's of been his mouth, cleft in twain. It's now coming out his nose, dislocated tongue. <laughs> Jeez, that'd be one for the books. <laughs> yeah, but look, no, he's in um, really good form as is uh, Lafay in the centres there. But their forward packs, it's been really oh, well, leading the resurgence well, this year. The man that probably should be in the uh, the Origin side, who will be looking to show himself that he should be there, uh, Paul Vaughan. Oh. He's been amazing. I remember really saying, need to stop him. I said last year that I was like, I'm glad the Knights didn't sign him because of the amount of money that he did eventually get signed for. He's on something close to about half a million dollars a year. I think he's I think actually eight hundred thousand dollars. No, I think it's five hundred thousand dollars. Eight hundred thousand is ridiculous a for a prop. 
uh, except you, unless you're Aaron Woods. But um, but I think he's worth that like a higher sum. Like he <laughs> has absolutely seen that price tag and said, "I want to be worth that much money. I'm going to make it so I never get less than that." And he has been dominant this year. So. And offloading very well. Try scoring. He's yeah. scoring a lot of tries. Three for tries already. Three, yeah. three tries this year. So I think the Knights really, really need to muscle up on him. They've got to get the Safidi boys marking up on him and just steamrolling him into a fine paste, I think. Yeah. Also, their halfback. What's his halfback? Josh McCrone. McCrone. There's someone that I didn't really rate at all at the beginning of the season, but playing really, really well. Which has paid off handsomely for him. He's actually just signed a contract with the... Uh, now, this isn't one of our made-up stories. Just signed a contract with uh, the Toronto Wolfpack. The first ever professional transatlantic team in the English Super League. So, figure those of you who don't know the Toronto Wolfpack are, they're a rugby league team, started in Toronto, Canada. This sounds a lot like one of your stories. No, this is real. This is real. uh, Google can prove this. And um, yeah, they're playing in the third tier of the English competition. Fooey Fooey Moy Moy is playing for them. They've just signed McCrone and they're hoping to work their way up to the top level, the English Super League. Uh And they're on track. They're dominating they're winning so, a fair few games of course they got ben hunt going to them next year don't they no that is the saint george Illawarra Dragons. that's what i mean that's, oh that's, i thought sorry, you were that, no 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 that's why no, <clears> yes <throat> that's why um McCrone's going because he won't have one a would assume year. i don't know if it's a mid-season transfer or not well but, i hope uh, they surely wouldn't let him go no they wouldn't but they've done stupider things in the past yes true it is the nrl and they have just re-signed mary mcgregor which is a good confidence boost for them so they'll be coming well, out they, with it <laughs> They re-signed him, and they're now having their mid-season slump. Yeah, so, uh, convenient, no? Which I think hadn't happened to them in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. They, they finished they were first after round 10, and they finished eighth. Um, they were so good to start. That was the year of Marshall and Widdop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was yeah talking how good Marshall of signing that is. But, but uh, look, our but last place nights <coughs> could probably come close to a team we've just been giving glowing attributes <laughs> yeah, yeah. for 10 minutes. Look, um, last place... We could, we could. Would you like? Maybe we could just start the podcast about the dragons. That would, that'd be a lot easier each week. We could get a few wins. What, what would we call that? The welcome back to the scales. The <laughs> tipping the scales. Tipping the scales. Ah, oh, see, look it's at all those. about betting on the dragons. Look at those punny names. Yeah, there's a podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, anyone can jump on that. We all haven't right. given you homework yet from the joust, <laughs> but I think avid listener Liam Jones, very, very uh, long-standing dragons fan. So Jonesy, if you're listening. Mate, tipping the scales. That's tipping yours to scales. use, bud. Yeah, it's all yours. Probably, mm. probably do much better than us as well. But uh, but uh, how are the dear old Knights? Where can the Knights win this, Liam? Look, oh God, I don't even know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it seems like the Dragons kind of have the measure all over the field, doesn't it? They got a well, they have dominant the... forward pack in form. Their backs seem to be hitting some stride. The halves. Widdop's having a career season. Yeah. But well, it's, it's just... It seems like we're at a disadvantage because they have better players who are playing better week to week and achieving uh, wins in the season. Look, we're not Nagy, doing any of those. It would seem like that. Yes, I think. And, you know, as uh, ludicrous as what you've just said sounds, I've never heard of such a thing happening in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you might be right. I think you might be onto something there. Oh, good grief. Uh, but look, look, it's uh, it's a Sunday game, two o'clock. We don't have that Friday six o'clock game for once, which is nice because that's just you know, the graveyard of all uh, of all of all games of the weekend. Mm. So um, look, well, well, I suppose that would be televised. No, it won't. No, it's at two o'clock. Shan't be. No, uh, shan't be. No, we probably we might be able to get it on Fox Sports if they if they're so kind. <laughs> you might just live broadcast us on the Jazz watching it. <laughs> but um, what do you think? Why is Jacob Safidi not starting, Nagy? Well, he should, like. What uh, are your thoughts on he that? He had that very good, uh, very good. A game last week, and he oh, very good game. outran his brother for the first time that I can remember. Um, but also, I think there's uh, from what 
I hear uh, there's contract negotiations coming up for both Safiti boys as well as uh, the both Matautia boys that are playing first grade. And um, just all the uh, the bits and bobs sort of uh, players that, uh, that haven't the been recently. The will be up for a pay rise, won't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, you think so? You think, you think they'd be hope on? So imagine their grocery bill. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. They're even their laundry bill. All yeah. Their, all their toilet paper bill. Well, <laughs> no, I imagine now. This is something I want to know. If there's any NRL team gear stewards out there, do the players take home their own socks and shorts to wash? Surely not. Surely not. No. But no. No. You you nominate one person, and then their mum does it. The mum does it. That's it. Or oh, see now, I don't know about that. My dad used to do it. Yes, but mother was busy, so father washed the jerseys. I remember one time when I was playing soccer, uh, my mum forgot to bring the jerseys, oh. and it was out at like Wall's End, and we were oh, like we were living no. in Nelson Bay at the time, so it was like everyone's from Nelson Bay, and we got out there, and then she realised that the she left them at, she left them at home. No, no, she didn't. Oh, forget she to, forgot. She them. forgot to bring them. So we were out there, and uh, it was like, and we didn't realise right until it was like, oh, Anne, can you please grab those? Jer- oh, she forgot to bring them. So we, we, what did you wear? We shirts wore, and skins. There was a previous. This was like maybe under nines. There was another team playing, also from the bay, at the same area, and I think they were like the year above. And we wore their their dirty, muddy huh. like um, jerseys. She really let the drop the ball oh, though, didn't she? Morty, Morty, <laughs> Morty, Morty. I wonder why I stopped playing around that time. I think I was wasn't welcome back. Bullied into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. Funnily enough, a week later, there was a uh, full set of Nelson Bay Under-9's soccer jerseys and cash converters. <laughs> oh, she sold them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she sold them. Not she she got much. food on the table that week. Oh, yeah, she does well, my mum. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, gone off again. <laughs> yes. Uh, football, Knights, Knights game. Nighty night, Knights, Knights, Nighty Knights, Knights. Knights. Uh, well, who do you think needs to stand up this game, Nagy? Uh, all of them. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't do very well if they were sitting down playing, would they? <laughs> Like, wouldn't would we see much difference? Chess, maybe, but Look, not rugby league. You just can't do it. I've spoken to a few people, and I, as I often Me? do, yeah, you, mainly you <laughs> and, Elliot. and Elliot. Yeah, uh, and um, this is how good our podcast is that that instead of like l- looking up or reading anything, it's mainly the result of me talking to a few people through the week. But um, the people have high hopes for the Knights over the Dragons. We're we're pooing them. Um, and oh, no, I'm agreeing with them actually. I'm going to tip the Knights. Well, I'm going to like that game against Manly. I oh, know we were Rob, oh. but, but we showed like a lot of uh, pluck, a lot of pluck. What? A lot of pluck. We showed a lot of pluck. What does that mean? It means you know courage, grit. Oh, okay. No, um, kind of a pugnacious, you know, stick to itiveness. Yeah, well, we got that. We need yeah. something. God knows, we need something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, then, do you take? Well, actually, sorry, I was going to interject with something, but we'll leave that for the pointy end. Yes, yeah, I got a few pointy end points. Got a few pointy ends. Yeah, uh, but look, I, I, I think the Knights can come away with this one. Lamb and Feeney seem to really be developing a bit of a U-Butte combination, and you stick what Brock Lamb's doing in a bit of dry weather, as opposed to the Cyclone Tracy of last week. Yeah. Or the week before, whenever that game was, I don't know. Look, it's a pressure game for them, and it's not for us. Um, everyone's expecting us to lose, but we're all hoping that they're going to win. I think that's pretty much the the, the point we keep coming back to. Accurate uh, summary of the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we don't think they're going to win, but, but they they're might, there. But they're there, and they might, and they're going to punch us, chance. And the other team might take ill the night before, and and the ref might have you know one eye shut and sort of squint with the other, and and just sort of let the uh, let the boys let play. The boys play. That's Canberra all. might accidentally, or St George might accidentally trot out their under eights. Yeah, used to rule that out. I could probably get my mum to say, "Would you like us? Uh, would you like her to, to to wash all the jerseys for the same?" And then they just rock up and they got no they jerseys. Got no jerseys. Then they just play shirts and skins. What else? What and they'd be harder to tackle because they'd be very slippery. Yeah, I don't know if you've grappled with many half naked men, men before. <laughs> it's uh, they get slippery pretty quick, bud. 
Uh, well, that might be putting us a bit further back. Uh, <laughs> oh, many, many years. Maybe they can just paint the V onto the chests of the of the guys, because then they got the. Actually, I've seen that before. I remember the NRL did that as a promo a few years ago. Must have been the eighties. It was the late nineties. <laughs> late nineties. It was just after the reunification. Yeah. And they had all the players uh with painted on. Je- My mum loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and it seemed to be very women. Aimed. God bless Linda McNeil. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Lovely woman. Mal Meninga was her big footy crush. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> really? Yeah. Actually, looking at your eyebrows now, Liam. Uh, like his, his eyebrows look like they're from Malta. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, when he got named as, you know, this great indigenous player, I was like, I thought he was from Malta. Yeah, I was very confused about that as well. Yeah. Looks like Farouk of the castle. Does, doesn't but, he? Yeah. <laughs> Um, we should probably call that the first half there. We've covered nothing. and uh, as well. <laughs> and uh, look, we'll be back for the pointy end as well as uh, talk some, some origin as well. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, welcome back to the Joust uh, for the second half. Uh, it's, uh, what happened over the break? Of uh, Liam, anything, any exciting things happened in the little gap there? Well, Elliot and Nagy have reverted to coffees. That was interesting. Yes, I've gone for the coffee-beer combo. Yeah, it's a strange combo. Which uh, will send you straight away to the old runs town. Yeah, this is going to be a short segment, I think, guys. <laughs> Nagy's already got a bit of sweat coming out of his brow there. Uh, if, 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 if I go silent for more than a minute... <laughs> You know that I've left the room. With, <laughs> he's going to do something in that toilet to make the Srebrenica massacre in the Yugoslav Wars look like a play date. <laughs> oh, dear. Should we jog some footy, Nagy? We probably should. Uh, so we'll jump straight into the pointy end where we'll discuss uh, all the big news. It's not going to be pointy coming out, Nagy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What have we got for the pointy end, Liam? Uh, oh, look, it's uh, it's all a bit of covered territory already, but... No, let's cover it again. Let's cover it again. No, because it's good to cover it again, because it's covered territory that's maturing, as we all know. Well, actually, no, the, hang on. The first thing that we, sh- we got to cover was something that you said last week that was just, uh, what, what what can I say? Uh, incorrect? Less correct. With, was less correct, I think? Yeah, that's with correct. Less term. correct. It was, well, it was not... It was fake news. <laughs> it was, it was, it was fake news. I believe I said that the uh, Knights had withdrawn their offer they, to Skidmark Steve. The old Skiddies, yeah, but they... Uh, but they uh, put it back on the table. The Skiddies are back on the table. After he was given away with a 12-month good behaviour bond. And yeah, so his hair follicle test came back uh, clean from cocaine. Um, he was just holding it for a friend. Yes, yeah, he's a great cocaine minder. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, if if I could, if I had a penny for every time I've turned up at a truck stop and I heard that, I'm just holding this for a friend, and uh, it was uh, not one set of feet in the stall, but two, I'd be a rich man. What are you doing in truck stop toilets? Well, using the bathroom. <laughs> of course. Yeah. What else What else are truck stop toilets used for, Liam? <laughs> uh, men masturbating each other, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but now, oh, back to the actual story. So it's looking like Sean Kenny Dowell is uh, poised to sign with the Knights as early as this week. Now, I've had some time to ruminate on this since uh, what I said about Sean Kenny Dowell last week about his Rocks and Diamonds performances and how they may be a detriment to the Knights. You know, he might not be able to be covered as well by other players. But, you know, giving it a bit of thought, look, we're going to get Sean Kenny down pretty cheap. Hopefully. Hope, well, we'll see. But, you know, if we can get Sean Kenny down pretty cheap, at the end of the day, he's a very successful player. He's won premierships. I think he won a World Cup with New Zealand. He's played a lot of representative football. 
I mean, so how can getting a player like that be a bad thing? Discount skids, we're hoping for. Discount skids would be great. Which is, uh, <laughs> which is, uh, so if, if he does come out this this week and say that you know we've signed him for you know four hundred thousand dollars a season for three seasons or something along those lines, it would be disappointment. But look, I wouldn't mind taking him, taking him on like let's say a, like a much reduced contract, uh, monetary and time wise, and um, and just see how it pans out. Because for us, if we lose another back, and uh, like uh, Joe Wardle looks like uh, he, he he's doing, he's having some tidy up on his knee, and he's also been granted a release, um, so won't be playing with the Knights next season. Uh, look, we, that's another outside back that we or a back utility that um, that we need. And look, Sean Kenny Dowd is what can I say better than what we have currently. So that, which <laughs> very succinct. Maggie, put that very succinctly. <laughs> and um, if you're looking at if we ju- if that's uh, the uh, the the sort of the contrasting point, is he better than everything we have at the moment? And uh, do we need something better um, to improve our performances? Yeah, look, th- sure, let's sign him. You know, let's uh, if he's out there. But also, uh, no, there was another. They had some visitors to Newcastle. Who were they? Yes, there were some visitors to our great city, Herman Sasa. Herman Sasa. Herman Sasa. The bloke so nice they named him. Twice. Twice. Just the last part. Just though. in his surname. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, apparently spotted around town doing the uh, celebrity tour, getting the celebrity tour, and I think he'd be a very good buy. Now, Herman's playing up at the Broncos at the moment, very highly rated by uh, Wayno up there, Papa Wayne, and uh, he's been doing some very good hard yard grafting type front row work that uh, you like to see from a prop, and this is the kind of prop that I think Newcastle needs. Also a young bloke, he's got a couple of good couple of years ahead of him. I think he'd be a very astute signing for the night. And also, we need just a prop. A, just any prop. Just a prop. Anyone? Anyone? Anyone, anyone larger Herman, than... if you're listening, <laughs> it's our shout <laughs> for the next three to four years, depending on your contract length. Yeah, no, I think he'd be a great pickup for the Newcastle Knights, uh, Wood Herman. And also uh, the Roosters player. Yes. Connor Watson. Wonderkind. Which we spoke uh, briefly about last week, but um, I think if we can get Connor Watson, look, he, look I'm going to put it to you, Liam. Um because there's only you and I here, and um, <laughs> um, that if Connor Watson does sign, does uh, under his current form, does he make the halves pairing? If so, who drops out? We'll see. Now, there's a tough one, because the way the Roosters have been playing Connor Watson is there's a very much a utility role, which um, obviously with Tedesco coming next year and uh, Luke Keery and Mitchell Pearce locked up the halves, Nathan Friend locked up Hooker, outside of Origin, there's going to be no chance for Connor Watson to get a run because they're all very talented, very good 80-minute players. Kiri so. Pierce, friend. Kiri P- Pierce? Pierce. 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 Roll the tongue. Kiri Pierce, friend, and Tedesco. That's a very good spine. Mm. I don't think that's the kind of spine Watson's going to get a look in. So I think if Watson were to come, you'd see him playing in a role similar to how Newcastle, uh, Queensland, sorry, have been using their bench reserve in the last few years. Michael Morgan style. Yeah, similar to Mick Morgan. He'd come on as kind of a third playmaker kind of locking at the back of the scrum, if you will, uh, having a bit of a run against some tired forwards. But I think he'd be coming to Newcastle with every intention of making the starting side. So then you got to look at, and like you said, in the halves, I think is where he'd fit best. We've signed Ponga and some big money. Danny Levi's clearly locked in as part of the future of the club. I think Brock Lamb and Connor Watson could offer a very good halves pairing. That that starts to sound like something promising. Uh, we got very promising. Lamb with another year on him, and obviously he's improved a lot this year. Uh, Connor Watson, uh, you know, young gun, loves Newcastle, grew up here. Yeah, no, it was Harold Matz, I think. Yeah, no, he went he Central saw, Coast. Now he yeah, he's from the Central Coast. This is an interesting one I read about the other day. He's from the Central Coast, got picked up by the Knights' SG ball side, but 
turned down the offer to go play rugby at uh, Scott's College. In, no, Knox Grammar in Sydney. No, he, he, he went there and left the SG Ball side. Yeah, but he never actually played for them. So he wasn't actually technically Knights Junior. He was uh, just on oh, the cusp. It, that he's on the cusp of. He, he was, was cusping. He was cusp. We barely just had a rumour of him. It was just, the mere suggestion of Connor Watson. Yeah, so he never really, he didn't leave the Knights ever. No, he, he, he just never refu- really, yeah, he just said he, no. So he just said no for a better offer. I think so, yeah. He'd fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right, Lane. No. <laughs> no, my health is woeful, and this may be my last chance. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but look, I think once you start putting that together, you get a player like SASA, get a player like Connor Watson, and with the young blokes you got, I tell you what, you got a good squad going forward. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it a lot. It looks young and exuberant and talented. And, I mean, now that we're off the bottom... I mean, the the signings just going to come flooding in. Well, now that we've got, uh, yeah, hopefully with um, after Guerra, we can um, secure another one, and hopefully it's Connor Watson and uh, Herman 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 S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A S A um, so yeah, that's ex- that's exciting. Possible signing news uh, for for the Knights. Um, but uh, hey, we got Origin tomorrow, game two, uh, mm. which we should uh, mention that uh, we've got a little something on tomorrow. Um, a little soiree, a little if you will. So if you're if you're not going down to the game, uh, why don't you head down down to Central Bar on uh, King Street, uh, 145 King Street specifically, 145, uh, and uh, join. Two fat bearded blokes uh, shouting <laughs> obscenities uh, in with microphones. It's uh, <laughs> a lot worse than it sounds. Like that sounds terrible. It's it's worse. Yeah, look, I think we're gonna have a really good time. Please make your way down there. Um, uh, the cost is minimal, being free. Yes, uh, cost is free. We'll have seven dollar fifty pints of VB, ten dollar Blue Lagoon cocktails. We flogging some food out the kitchen. So hey, look, it's gonna be a great night. If you didn't come last time, you missed. You know, arguably the greatest side of all. Yes, yes. and uh, Two large men drinking out of shoes. <laughs> Which is pretty much the highlight, besides the game itself. <laughs> the game as well. But yeah, so please come down to that. Uh, we'll kick off around seven. But uh, the, the the game itself... Number two. This we could sign up the series in game two, which we is rare. Could, which is rare and wonderful and just delightful and that's just great. Now I said earlier this week that it uh um, not being recorded, so so I'll, I won't be rehashing. But I think this is our last chance to beat a side with Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater, and uh, and Jonathan Thurston in it. Oh, absolutely! Look, Thurston's already said he won't go around again next year. Cronk, if he doesn't have a club, he's not going to get picked from you know the Melbourne Storm coaching squad to play Origin. Smith will go around again, I think. Slater will try his best, but still, you're this is essentially going to be playing against two and of the four. Yeah, look, and this is the side. This this time. To this, if we do win you know, the next game, this is going to be remembered as one of those great victories for New South Wales. Um, not not so much a drought breaker, but like ones that we really you know, got over the 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 big four. Um, and no one's going to remember in ten years how old they were and how past it the best they were. Yeah, that's already written. But this is the chance that we can uh, to 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 get one back to see those four players in a losing side and just be so disappointed in themselves. I just oh, just give them a real good. You're done. Piss off. Wish you'd never been here. Yeah, yeah. And look to the future. The future of the Blues. And now, which leads us into the male sack. Now, that actually... uh, What's in your sack this week? Well, too much to (laughs) argue. A. Bakes, Andrew Baker, asks when... Now, Andrew says when, not if. When we win game two, do we send the same team to game three in Queensland to give them A, the chance to clean sweep, and B, the deserved moment of glory accepting the shield, or... Do we blunt some further talent? If further talent, who are you most keen to see 
fold Kane Toad in game three. But a Bakes then goes on to say that for him, it's got to be Tommy Turbo and a third addendum. Uh, is Angus Crichton New South Welshman? Yes, he is. Uh, mm. Angus being from Young. Huge, uh, you got a huge rep by uh, Badiris. Oh, he's, he's just a tremendous player, absolutely. But yeah, what do you think, Nagy? Game yep. three, if we stitch it up in game two, do we take the same side or do we keep expanding? Look, I think if there's going to be uh, to look to the future, there's, look, there's some experienced players in there that probably won't be able to go around again or would be definitely on the end of, the, of their career. I think Brett Morris, uh, I think he's only lucky to be in the side because Turbo... Um, uh, was injured. Um, what a recovery! They said out for the season. He was gone for two weeks. I think it looked like he was going to be out weeks. for the season, but he's just one of those players that just sort of is just you know just plated all together so well that he just bounces back. But it looked like he did his knee horribly. Yeah. Um. But it it, it no. But he's, he's he's back. I'd pick him. I'd pick him over Morris. Say thank like thank you for your service, Morris. But we're looking to the future. It, look, it's a prime game to be doing this. And I think Andrew Baker has pointed out a great point that if we do so up the series. That's when you should be blood players. That's it, because I think, and to follow on from what you're saying, Nagy, the Origin team needs to be looked at as more than, it's more than a 17. Yeah. You really need to be starting an Origin squad. And we've got the, you know, the bones of that with Moylan and Mansell having played last year. I think Mansell next year, he's going to be the first player picked. He was, in his return from an injury for the Panthers, he was outstanding. And it was only one game for Origin, I still would have picked him. He's that good. So I think next year, you're going to see Tommy Turbo in the team. You're going to see Josh Mansell. Angus Crichton will get a look in. Matty Moylan. Matty Moylan. Yeah. Do you then bring them in for game three if we won it and build that squad-like mentality? You've got all the old players there, but whoever is best on the day is in that jersey. We've got a, we've got a young, fairly young side right across. So no one's really pushing, uh, unless you want to like change up the halves pairing. But I think Maloney, if Maloney and Pierce um, do, do it this year, I think they can do it again next year. Mm. It's, it's a very like sort of set position. But like... Um, but it's definitely something to look at. I think Moylan, um, maybe not maybe not having Bird on the bench, maybe having Moylan on the bench and then putting him into that halves role um, uh, halfway through the game, changing it up. What do we got to lose if we win second game? Also, I'm just delighted that in New South Wales, we're at a point where we can discuss this now. Yeah. Not desperate for, oh God, who should be in this jersey? It's, geez, we got too many to fit in the 17 jerseys. That hasn't happened for a while. I know. Hopefully not counting <laughs> Thinking those back eggs. to the days of Jamie Bura playing... Oh, yeah. Did he play about four minutes off the bench? Yeah, he didn't play much. Just to fill the number 17 jersey. It was a. Uh... Yeah, look, and it happened so often. But, like, it's. Yeah, it was. It's now. It's nice to be not looking for, like, someone to replace, but someone to compliment. It's, you know yeah, I mean? it's good yeah. to be at a point where we've got 23 or 24 blokes to put in 17 jerseys. As opposed to having 17 jerseys that we've got to find 17 blokes to put in. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a hell of a situation, I think. And, and one that will benefit New South Wales hugely in the long term. Yeah. And I think if Laurie sees it's kind of a springboard for his squad as opposed to a, you know, a whitewash clincher for a team, yeah. I think you're going to start to see a lot stronger New South Wales over the next hell seven to ten years. Hopefully so. Great question there, Bakes. Great question. Nick Milligan, one of our... Uh, Fellow podcasters here over at uh, Dictating Terms and the other podcast he's in. Coming Attractions. Coming yeah, Attractions, of good course. Friend, good, good friend. Good friend of the show is yeah. Nick Milligan. Nick Milligan asks, was Nick... Was not his own... <laughs> sorry, this... Nick Milligan asks, was Nick Milligan <laughs> interested? No. <laughs> Asking about his own life choices. He uh, refers to himself only in the third person. It's uh, it's quite strange. Yeah, it's hard to get but, past. But uh, no, was the Daily Telegraph's assassination of Tim Glasby ill-advised? Isn't it just going to fire up this absolute nobody and encourage him to play better? Now, see, I've always had my problem with the Daily Telegraph. Um, I've referred to it before as the greatest work of Australian fiction since uh, Paul Jennings visited a lighthouse. And you have. He has said that before. <laughs> and, I have uh, further issues with it. It's just too easy for the finger to go through and 
You know, one minute you got the Daily Telegraph in your hand, next thing you got a finger up your ass. <laughs> it just uh, doesn't have the structural integrity to be the toilet paper that I want it to be. <laughs> well, it's just not, not quite as absorbent as it no. once was. Oh, God, no. I think they must have changed fibres. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, look, I, so I really take everything that the Daily Telegraph says with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, they went after this player that's not very well known in Queensland. Uh, if or anywhere. Or anywhere. Actually, I struggle to remember who this I player is. I think his is. parents mix him up with his brothers. <laughs> no, but look, I think it's now... You've got to have to brace yourself here because we go, I'm going into one of my Liam McNeil rants. Oh, um, look, Queensland have, over the last decade of dominance, somehow managed to manufacture an underdog tag every single goddamn year, and it's shitting me to tears. The year that New South Wales finally won in 2014, Queensland had won eight in a row. Now, eight in a row, you would argue, is one of the most dominant, dominant sporting dynasties of all time, mm. and yet Queensland still had the gall to go into 2014 series saying they were the underdogs. And, you know, we're blah, 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 this, blah, 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 dumb fairy tale, some dickhead's retiring every yeah. goddamn year. Something. There's something. Something's happening. Yeah. They've all, and they've, they, every single year they craft themselves this, oh, beautiful underdog, written off from day one type mentality, which has benefited them greatly, even though it's all a fairy tale. It's none of it's real. Yeah. And now the bloody Daily Telegraph goes and gives them this... Yeah, it's o- like on a platter. You know oh, what I mean? like, yes, yeah. a platter. That's the word. The, yeah. you were the doing flat it with, round food thing. You were doing, doing it with, with a hand. hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, sign language. I was. I was signing to Nagy. But yeah. and then yeah, the Daily Telegraph goes out, puts this on a platter, and says, "Hey, we all think you know about these. Why, you know, good luck." Yeah. Look. And it, oh, it there's just, not much to gain from this because if it does turn out to be shit, to gain. everyone's like, "Who? Who? Like, you know what I mean?" They go, "We're all right. We said the the shit nobody player was shit, and they were." But if they if they're wrong, it's a big pants pulling oh. down. It's a it's a dacking if, of New South it's Wales. It's a double dacking. It's a double dacking. It's yeah. a double dacking of New South Wales while they're hanging from the rafters, so they can't reach down and grab the pants. So they've just pants around the ankles, dick flapping in the breeze. It's uh, look, I'm uh, I've been angry at the Daily Telegraph before, but I will be cancelling my subscription now. <laughs> Get it delivered every day. Oh, but... it's, <laughs> yes. Again, I I crap a lot. I need a lot of Daily Telegraphs around the house at all times. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, look, I think it was absolutely ridiculous. Mr. Milligan, I agree with you. And I think it's just given Queensland some more fodder to, uh, throw this hunk of shit that is the Queensland fairy tale at us. Yeah. Again. Um, look, I know, I know one Queensland fairy tale and it's about going to the, go and say it, you know, (laughs) it's, uh, incest and, uh, various things that are still legal in this country. So we'll move on. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Next question. Now, this one's a bit more Knights-focused. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and I have two, actually. First one's a quick one. Daniel Gibson. Uh, uh, should Nathan Brown bring back the slap? Of which variety? The Turkey. The, the turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the slap on the face. You'll remember the great incident he had on the sideline with uh, Lance Thompson and Trent, Trent Barrett. Barrett received yeah. the slap. I think Dean Young if we had beaten or Manly, Darren Tracy was there. If we'd beaten Manly, you could be sure that that would have been the back page of... Brownie slapping Oh, out. wouldn't that have been amazing? Yeah, yeah. That would have been... Now, you know, talking about horrible journalism, we're moving on to some quite stellar journalism. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, yeah, we've beaten Manly and you've got Brownie on the back page giving Trent Bazza a slap around the chops. Yeah. No, look, uh, if, I think... Uh, Should he bring it back, though? Because do you think the players yeah. deserve the slap? Well, yeah, I think sometimes they do. Uh, I think, um, like, Brownie's a passionate guy. Um he's not always uh, like ground uh, like on ground side no what's it called when you're down there on the ground 
Like laying down? No, 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 no. <laughs> he's had a fall. <laughs> no, when you're uh, sitting on the sideline. Sideline, yeah, yeah sideline. Not line. always sideline. <laughs> Some of the really key terms in this game, I'm not really familiar <laughs> with. It's wondering. Well, it's amazing that I'm here at all. Um, no, but like he's not always on the sideline. He's up in the coach's box. So maybe if he brought back a slap, it might be someone around him that might. You'd have to. What slap. do you think? You'd have, or, or would he? You know, Mick, Mick Potter might be in for a bit of a red face. <laughs> or like. would uh, wait? Mick Potter's on the Knights coaching staff. Yeah, he's assistant coach. When did that happen? Oh, like at the beginning of the season. <laughs> huh. When he got ousted from the Tigers, the Brandy picked him up. Where really? the the council pickup of of the NRL. Jeez, we do our research, don't we? I yeah. had no idea about that. Jesus Christ. Oh wow. Yeah, I imagine Mick Potter's got some slap slaps in his time. <laughs> over at the Tigers there, Robbie Farris. No wonder Robbie's got such big biceps. Yeah. Slap yeah. Mick Potter every day. Um but yes, Dan, we agree. We think you should bring back the slap. Bring back the slap. <laughs> Last question for the night. And again, another Knights-themed one. Gavin Morton asks, would the Knights be better off resting their players this week, focusing all their energy on next week's wooden spoon decider against the Tigers? Now, Gavin, I will agree with him on this one. I mean, the bye really took it out of our boys. You know, they're not the biggest, fittest fellas ever, so the bye gave them a good run for the money. I think they need a week off. But really, like, it, it, every game for us is the... Uh is is the is, is a wooden spoon off really like yeah. maybe not to the other side but it's definitely we're fighting the spoon like every team we play is we're hopefully getting one step away from it yeah um, so I think Gavin you you ask an interesting question but uh, but and we've given a very uninteresting answer <laughs> <laughs> now Liam now Scott yeah <laughs> who. <laughs> Great Scott. Great Scott. Um, now, it, as as we all know, you are a bit of a history buff. Uh, I am somewhat of a history buff. I've just actually finished, uh, for those of you out there in podcast land, a wonderful podcast by Dan Carlin. Mm. It's uh, called... You've forgotten it. I've forgotten it. And the stupidest <laughs> thing about me forgetting it is that it's six episodes of four hours each. So I've listened to this for 24 hours, and I cannot remember the name. You can't remember the, the mere Hardcore name. history. Hardcore history. Go. So I listened to 24 hours of uh, a man droning on about World War One, and I've never been happier. Excellent. Not Excellent. consecutively. Obviously, it was broken up. <laughs> I had to eat. I wonder what you do with your days off. I do. Um, That's it. But now, you you do like to keep up with past players. Oh, yes. A, yes, I do, Nag. <laughs> I adore it. There's a bit of a blast from the past. Uh, we got a very special origin uh, theme blast in the past this year with uh, uh, Nathan. Is it Nathan? Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Sorry, Paul Merlot. Paul Merlot. What, what? 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 Tell us a little bit about now. About this Paul. one's a bit of a jewel blast from the past. Yes, Blues legend, but also good local Newcastle boy. Yes, he's a bit of a Newcastle legend. Now, Paul. Uh, Played. He only played one game for the Blues, 1982. Scored, uh, I've got uh, no tries no here. No but he had a seven-year career in the uh, New South Wales Rugby League. Now, he played for Penrith. He played for West when they were the Magpies and Cronulla when they were terrible. Um, <laughs> but he actually later went on to play a lot of footy at South Newcastle. And he's actually South Newcastle's first-grade coach over at the Lions. He was named in the South's team of the century as well. So, yeah, bit of a local legend there. His uh, son actually had a crush on my sister in high school. <laughs> Um, funnily enough, but uh, it, it was after his retirement where Paul really kind of started uh, living the dream. He um, where did where did he go? Where did he go after? Uh... Well, he he moved out to the Hunter Valley. Yes. Um, and he, he saw a vine, just kind of grabbed on and just started kind of hanging off this vine, and slowly but surely he developed uh, into a very nice dark blue coloured uh, coloured grape. Okay, like a like so he was more of a, he turned into more of a fruit. 
Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, it's funny. You, <laughs> and then uh, he, he met this beautiful, really uh, late harvest, very um, very stern Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, they, so that's uh, someone that he met, was it? Yeah, yeah no, they just... They hit it off? They just clicked. They um, just blended very well oh, together. they blended beautifully. And uh, yeah, he spent the last uh, seven years uh, together with his Cabernet Sauvignon partner, living in a, a bottle in my cellar out the back. And uh, I'll be ha- actually be having him out for dinner in... Uh, about two more years if uh, I keep the humidity right, with a uh, nice piece of charred, uh, charred ribeye, meat. I think. Ch- might yeah. have a charred ribeye. It sounds like a lovely day. Make yeah, sure you yeah. let him breathe. Oh, <laughs> always do. Always do. Paul Merlot, everyone. What great a- vintage. <laughs> great vintage. <laughs> what a great blast from the past that was. And I do love blasts from the past. And I do love being here with you, Liam. And thank you, everyone, for for begrudgingly sitting there <laughs> listening to us ramble this evening. Your sentence is over now. <laughs> But yes, don't forget, guys, tomorrow, Origin 2. I can't believe it's here already. Hasn't it just flown by? Central at King Street, 145 King Street. Uh, what time will we be starting, Nags? I'll uh, get there before 7. Get there before 7. There if be- you want to get a table, because bookings are flowing in pretty quickly. That's it, that's it. It's going to be an exciting night. I hope you can join us. Thank you very much for joining me tonight, Liam. And uh, thank you, everyone else, for listening. Uh, if you'd like to uh, keep up with us, uh, please like us on Facebook, uh, as well as listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. All the social pipes, just keep your eyes out, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for nodding, Liam. That's it. Oh, you know, sorry, sorry, I thought that was it. Oh, yes, no, no, we, no, I was more <laughs> concerned, what if they don't come? I really am hoping this. Uh, thank you, Jousters. We'll see you next week, and actually, we'll see you tomorrow as well. <laughs> See you this week, next week, whenever. Whenever. We'll see you. We'll see you around. When we're looking at you. (laughs) Bye-bye.